Uh, my name is Jonathan Brown and my wife Valerie. Uh, we work in the northern part of Brazil, right along the border of Venezuela. And uh, we're working with the Yanomami people, uh, an indigenous group. And uh, we're way off grid. Uh, we're easily 20 miles beyond the nearest cell phone contact. We have no power lines, no roads, no none of that sort of thing. Uh, so we're pretty isolated. And uh, we've actually been involved in a very uh, uh, great phase of the ministry there. There's been about uh, 30 to 40 years since the first contact with the Anamami people. And missionaries have been faithfully working, uh, teaching God's word and trying to influence the Anamami for the Lord. And uh, only in the last 10 years or so have they begun to respond. And I really credit that with... Uh, 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 systematic uh, Bible teaching. Uh, it's always been a problem uh, uh, with missionaries trying to live in the jungle, uh, to be able to stay long enough where you become fluent enough in the language, where you can communicate in their culture and be understood. Uh, so uh, many times missionaries arrive in a, in a place like that, and they can put in five, maybe ten years before their family starts to get to a point where it gets very difficult to live in a culture that is so far from God and in a place that's so remote. Uh, so uh, in the village where we've been working in Potomiu, uh we've had uh, my, my older brother actually works in the same village, and he's been there 21 years, started using the chronological study from new tribes, uh, basically because the temptation to coming into a new place where people are literally dying uh, for lack of knowledge of the Bible. They're fighting with each other. They're killing each other. There are all kinds of horrific things happening, and you want to get right to the good news of the gospel. And uh, it wasn't uh, super effective because they don't know who God is. They don't know the background. You know, God loves you. Wow, well, that's great. I'm a great person. God loves me, of course. Um, so it wasn't super effective. Their initial response was, Oh, God died for your sins. There's forgiveness. They didn't even have forgiveness in their language. There was not a word for that, not a word for I'm sorry, none of that. But they really liked that idea. They said, that would be great to have uh, my my sins wiped away, all the bad things I've done forgotten. That would be great. I would love that. Uh, there's plenty of things I've done that I'd rather forget. But those guys over there, our neighbors over there, they've done some really bad things to me, and I want to get even first. We'll, we'll kill them. And we'll come back and get that forgiveness you're talking about. Uh, it didn't work really well. Um, and really ended up being, you know, they've been in a, a, a downward spiral of vengeance and violence for a very long time. But uh, the, the newer generation that's coming up, uh, receiving a little bit of systematic teaching, uh, saw that, that it didn't work out for their parents. They weren't, you know, getting to the point where they could come back and get that forgiveness. Uh, so in the last couple of years, uh, we've been, been beginning to see some response. And uh, we actually have a, a fledgling church that's starting to grow up. Uh, we have about, uh, in a village of 450 people where we've been working, we have about, on any given Sunday, we could have as many as 100 to 150 people come. We'd say probably about 70 of those, 70 to 80 of those are pretty solid believers. We have a handful of uh of uh, indigenous leaders who are starting to take responsibility in the church. Uh, they're doing some of the teaching now, uh, looking into scripture, and uh, actually doing a much better job than we could talking to their own people in their own culture. 
Uh, they're digging into scripture and and uh, doing uh, messages, leading worship, going on some mission trips now initially in the last two years or so. So that's been very exciting. Uh, getting into the areas of the jungle that we can't even get into that have been shut down by anthropologists uh, who are trying to maintain them in a very primitive state. So that's been very exciting. Uh, we, we're really in the village of Potomiu involved in a phase of leadership development. As someone pointed out earlier, it's really servant development. Uh, we're not trying to create leaders. We're trying to create servants. And that's been really exciting. Uh, if you said that to a Yanomami uh, 20 years ago, you want to be a servant, uh, they would just walk away from you. But uh, today they're, you know, uh, serving the Lord and serving their fellow Yanomami. It's, it's been exciting. Uh, the newest thing that's happening is Valerie and I, when we go back in the end of August, we're actually uh, hoping to push in a little deeper into the jungle and start up a new post uh, further into the jungle, uh, basically starting over what's been going on in the village of Potomiu. And we're hoping to get several of these villages that will be able to be interdependent on each other, lean on each other for support. We've been making visits to this new village called Budu'u, and uh, we have a handful of believers there. Some of the initial evangelism has been done. Uh, there's practically no infrastructure there at the moment, and uh, we're hoping to get on, on, in on that, helping build an infrastructure, build a missions team, and, and get a, a church growing in that village as well. So that's... Uh, in a nutshell, what's going on in northern Brazil. And it's really what uh, you guys have been doing overseas with uh, your support of us, and we uh, graciously appreciate that. It's the, it's not that we're doing a superb job as missionaries. It's the church uh, that's been uh, uh, investing overseas. So we really want to thank you for that. Any questions? Uh, our team is working uh, – Valley. Okay, the question was, do they have Bibles? And uh, uh, although Valerie and I do not, we're not particularly gifted linguists, uh, we're not doing that directly, but we have people on our team who are working on a translation. We're about between 50% and 60% through the New Testament, a couple of stories from the Old Testament, and uh, a very challenging process uh, that uh, we're working with uh, uh, Wycliffe. Uh, consultants are helping us, and uh, we're working on translation. One of the dialects of Yanomami has the whole New Testament. The other side of the uh, Venezuelan border, there's a dialect that has about half the New Old Testament as well. So it's an pro- ongoing process. Yes, in the back. Of what value would a printed Bible be if they don't know how to read their own language? Okay, the, the question was, what value would a printed Bible be if they don't know how to read their own language? Uh, very little, and that's uh, part of the ministry that we're doing. We establish a school and teach them to read and write in their own language. Also have basic math and some other things, which she does amazing things to help expand your mind and understand you know, that some of the things that are going on in the Bible as well. Um, that's part of our ministry is teaching and training professors in the school as well. Uh, have you heard of the uh, Faith uh, Comes by Hearing organization? That uh, Someone was just talking to us about that earlier today. Um, and I, it may be that on the Venezuelan side, uh, one of the missions over there has a talking Bible that may have come up from that organization. Um, I was on their board for eight years. I could give you some insights there. Um, 
Yeah, it would be. Uh, we can talk later on. Now, do you know Brett Nazareth? Yes, I have met him and and uh, know him a little bit. Yeah, heard about, I know he that, worked in Venezuela. Yeah, Brett. Brett worked in Venezuela with the Yanomami for, for many many years. And, uh, actually, it would appear that the church is a little further on along in the Venezuelan side as well. There's some, at least a couple villages over there with a pretty solid church going. So yeah. we're excited about that too. Yeah, they ha- he's got some interesting war stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other questions? My wife Valerie. doesn't know what's going on. Valerie has a question. <laughs> she wants to learn what she's doing. <laughs> I was just going to say we have some really cool pictures. I'll leave them at the table at the back if you guys want to look at it. And Clay can point out my passion fruit vine for you guys to look at. He, he really enjoyed that picture. Some of us have passion for growing in their yard, even here in Houston. That's not the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Inside story. Okay. Any, anybody else? Anybody else? Well, great. Well, I'm glad we were able to fit, fit you all in, John. 